It's Coffee Club Time! now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekerd, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning to you, and it's good to be back. We had several calls last week. Where were you? Where were you? And we thought we had sufficiently warned everybody that we were going to be off doing some, a little bit of downtime, but a lot of ACB time. More about that, too, uh, doing some work there. that's a good reason to join the email list. That's right. That's right. They can join the email list. Go to the website at legendoldies.com and join that. And what else do they get, Chris, when they join on that email list? Well, they get information about Dave's demo, and they get the recipe yeah. after after we've done it. Right. There's exclusive recipes and demos you can only get right there. Okay, so we are we are back ready to go and let's see. We'll start with you, Jennifer. Where are you at? I'm in the office this morning. You're in the office. I'm doing the mail office. and all that stuff? Doing mail, getting myself in trouble shopping, buying things I don't need to buy, but I have a thing about I don't want my house to smell like a dog, so I'm always looking for wallflowers and 
things to buy, and I've been shopping for a braille embosser. And we're just trying to get our act together here, slowly, 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 but surely. And both of your health, your health has been pretty good. I guess I've been pretty good. So had a bad blood sugar day yesterday, but everything was fine this morning. So I think it had to do with those chocolate donut holes. Those things are just flavored sugar. Yeah, they they don't taste that good either. No, they're nasty. <laughs> yeah, they don't. But I've got to find different things for breakfast. Maybe somebody can give me some ideas throughout the show. All right, uh, let's go to... I don't know. Let's go to Tim in Minneapolis. Good morning. And, uh, <laughs> well, I had good breakfast, but depends on what people call a good breakfast. I guess I had uh, cornflakes with a banana on it. But anyway. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to find Boy, a... that's boring, Tim. Boring, but boring, it's good. But no, it's not bad at all, Tim. But I'm trying to find a cereal that is maybe glucose-friendly because... Well, it's the serving size. You can't eat two cups of it. You have to follow the serving size. Well, I just poured some in the bowl. (laughs) On most of it, the serving size is about the two-thirds or three-quarters of a cup, or maybe a cup on some of it. But isn't raisin bread bad for you anyway? Depends how much you eat. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I always remember at school when they would have those. Most of the time they gave us cereal out of boxes or whatever, but but sometimes they would give us those little boxes, and those oh. never were enough for me. Those no. Little. I never they liked that. I always wanted a Dave Reaper special, no. So, what about, uh, I, I, if I remember correctly, I, I like eating rice checks, some of those cereals. And it said in the box when I bought them last time that they were gluten free. I'm not sure if that means anything, but that's that's what I had for breakfast one time. Well, well you usually eat those honey bunches. You got to remember, if you had raisin brand, and they definitely put two scoops of raisins in that box. Gonna have and you to had re- a bunch of it. We're going to have to reconfigure that. Maybe we should give Bill Captain Captain Crunch. Oh, no, we can't do that. That's too sweet. That wouldn't be good for me. I like peanut butter Captain Crunch, though. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Much for, I'm not usually much for sweetened cereals, but I used to love sugar frosted flakes. <laughs> yeah. I liked honeycombs because you used mm. to get the record in them. What's that uh, sugar crisp? But my parents would never let me buy that stuff, so I never. Ain't get enough of those sugar crisps. That's right. That's, oh, a, that's the one. <laughs> Thank you, Bob Caliban. That's the guy who sung that. Bob Caliban. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but but we'll we'll see if we can't balance it out here in just a little bit. Uh, Dave and Chris, how are you getting along? Well, we're doing okay. We're doing doing well. Doing well with uh, not too much going on here. Trying to learn how to use the Braille Sense Six, which I love, because mm. they brought my database back. Yeah, they did. That reminds me. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I've been working on a database for our alumni, and well, we got hands going up, hands That's going Joe, down. Joe keeps raising and lowers. You get me. I'm getting busy here, Joe. <laughs> but. Uh, Keep doing that. We'll get to everybody. We promise. 
we promise, um, trying to find a balance between getting enough information, not getting too much information for a school directory. But I think it's important to remember our members that were deceased and also make sure that we've got enough information, you know, um, and it's hard. Uh, you got some people who want to participate, some people who don't. And then you've got an in-between area where things are a public record. So there we go. All right. Um, let's see. Jeff. Have we gotten to you, Jeff? No, but I'm here. I got, I'm, and I had a great vacation. You know, two weeks. Well, it was two weeks for uh, All Things Radio and a week, for, and a week for the coffee club. But I think you sometimes need some of that. It refreshes you. I know last week I spent uh, the time listening to the ACB convention. Not all of it, but I, I, I looked at the program and, and listened to the meetings that I that I wanted to hear. And I found them to be somewhat uh, pretty, not somewhat, but pretty enlightening. So that was pretty interesting last week. Uh, you know, maybe a little boring for some people because I stayed at home on the computer doing this stuff. But it worked well. And, of course, I was out and about occasionally with the ACB application on the phone, so I got to hear their uh, convention with their one of their media streams. So it worked out very well. Well, at least you had the choice of a phone, or you could have used your uh, one of your devices, so you weren't necessarily tied to the computer. No, one no, of the things I, I thought was... Yeah, go ahead, Jed. One of the things I thought was cool was that they had... The, a lot of the exhibitors had Zoom rooms so if you, during their exhibitor hours, if you wanted to go and ask them specific questions or talk to them about something in particular, you could do that just like, that was a little easier than in the exhibit hall at the convention. Yeah, because they could take you individually into another room and answer your questions, take your payment information, do whatever, and you got one-on-one service, and that was pretty cool. You know, that, that that part of it was cool. But the number, I think, now this is just my opinion, but I think the mass voting, the huge voting across the country and how easy that was to do. That was no brains, was, but Bill. It was, was so easy to do. That was so easy to do. I wish they could make all elections that easy. Okay. How does the NFB do their voting at that convention, Tim? Do they just use the delegates that vote, or does the whole body vote? Uh, he may have uh, he stepped away, but maybe David Meyer can answer that question. I know, Dave, you're in the NFB. Can you help us out with that? I'll, and, unmute you. you can unmute yourself. Okay, I'm actually going through the website right now, so I hope I'm unmuted. You are. Go ahead. ahead. Okay. Um, The way it's actually done, uh, we registered, those of us who registered, um, also registered to vote during our registration time. And then what they did was they provided a number. Well, first of all, you had to designate the telephone number that you would vote from, whether it be your home phone, cell phone, et cetera, et cetera. And if you used your cell phone, they provided a phone number that you could put in as a contact. And for example, when I voted, I would just say text voting. And then you would say one for yes or two for no. And you would get a text back immediately confirming your vote. 
Okay, thank you, David. That's not much yeah, different that's... than Vote Now, except that it's all web-based. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, I, I think the only difference was, I don't know that we were tied to a phone, but we had a unique number that we, uh, a pin that we used, and then you could either click it on an email, you could call in on a phone and speak to an automated service, or you also had a live number that you could talk to if you wanted to do it that way. So I think pretty much the same concept, and I think it's changed the way we are going to be doing things in the future. And the company that ACB used was a company called Vote Now. Vote Now. Right, and I'm not... That was so easy. Why doesn't... I'm surprised that the federal government doesn't do something like that for people that want to vote absentee or to make accessible voting, because you could. Well, maybe that's a question that we can answer in the future, Jennifer. We sure can. Jeff, is it time to get to these hands? Yeah, I think so. And thanks, David. Thank you, Dave. Thank you very much. All right, Gail, can you unmute yourself, please? Hi. Go ahead, Gail. Um, it's good to be back. I I really liked your that little notice. Coffee Club is taking a coffee break, or however that worked. That I thought was cute. Well, I'm going to have to have another blood draw with this stupid thing. And uh, in a few days, I think it's going to be, I'm going to have, see the doctor, and then they're going to have to do a, a blood draw and find out what's going on. I'm feeling great otherwise. But, you know, it's, but they never really tell me. They tell Wendy, and I don't mind that. And she tells me by email if there are appointments. But it feels sometimes like I'm caught in the middle of it, you know, like I'm out there. And even though it affects me, it doesn't really affect me. Everyone else is supposed to know but me until the last minute. Kind of, kind of makes me wonder a little bit. But other than that, you know, everything else is going well. Will you have to go to hospital? I, I know you have to go to hospital, but will you have to stay for this blood draw? No, they, I just go over to the, the Coburn's Cancer Center. They do it real quick, and then I'm home. Oh, well, then that's... And then he calls, you know, once once uh, they get the, you know, then he calls me and lets me know. Either that or I go in there, you know, and then, well, you know, it's not, I don't have to go to the Old hospital for any of that. And also with the, with the, the Promacta now, I don't have to, I haven't had to have, go to the hospital for an infusion for a long time because that other stuff is working. That is so good. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, that is so good. But so, I'm feeling great and everything else is fine. I haven't really had anything as far as falls or anything like that. I'm using a walker now. The only thing I don't like, can you give me a, um, a suggestion for this? Going out the door with the walker. I feel like I have to have about 14 hands to do it. So you're using Opening up the door and then trying to pull it out of there and oh brother. The walker you're using because a balance of my bell well he with my diabetes things he doesn't want me to be hitting bumping anything and having trouble with sores or something. Oh okay. Otherwise I wouldn't be using that thing. I'd be using my cane, which eventually I'm going to go back to using, but he wants to make sure that I'm strong enough and that I'm, you know, that I won't have any problems with falls and stuff like that. That's the biggest thing he's concerned about. Is your walker the kind that's on wheels that that you can sit? It's on wheels and it has the seat in front, you know, where you can sit. 
So it makes it hard for you to get out on a daily basis or... I, I go can... get the mail and stuff like that, but I mean, I feel like I have to have like several hands, one to open the door, one to try to get the walker out of there, and then another hand to try to, ah, uh, because the doors don't stay open. They're on a spring and it closes right away. Yeah. And I just, uh, and he told me that I wasn't going to be doing this forever. Thank goodness. But it just feels like, like I said before, it feels like I'm in the middle of a lot of this stuff and they're telling me sort of secondhand through Wendy, which, you know, I... Well, sometimes you got to be your own advocate. I try my best. I try my best. And sometimes I mean, I would, they probably if, think Wendy is... If you feel is, uncomfortable, I would tell the yeah. doctor, hey, I'm the patient. Tell me what's going on. I'm a big girl. I can take it. Yeah, and, and I have been doing that, but it just, they have a thing called My Chart. Have any of you heard of it? My Chart? Yeah. Where you yep. get your appointments and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep, I've got it. Yeah. And sometimes they don't say much on even on the My Chart. They give you as little as they can possibly give you. And it's like, you know, if I'm supposed to know what's going on here, there isn't enough here to. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. like I said, I'm feeling great. It's just that. I just need certain things to change a little bit. Well, you know, speak up. Be careful. Uh, we had some friends who got their information given away by the my chart system. The nurses or whatever gave their information away. Ooh, privacy. Uh, right. So yeah. I'd be very, very careful of that. Yeah, I can see your point. I can understand where you're going. That reminds me, Jennifer, we've got to go someplace on Friday. Yeah. I just thought of it. I would have totally forgotten. Thanks, everyone, for your help. Thank you, Gail. But be careful of that my chart. Because these places, I don't know why they don't respect your privacy sometimes. Who's next, Jeff? Okay, let me get Al in. Uh, we have a few hands here. Al out in Palmer Heights, Ohio. Can you unmute yourself, please, Al? And then after Al will be Fran Avila, and then after Fran will be Pam Francis, and then Dave Meyer. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody doing? Uh, this beautiful Wednesday morning here in Cleveland, Palmer Heights, a suburb. Anyway, uh, it's 74 degrees. Today it's going to be a high of 83, and we're going to get some storm tomorrow and a cold front coming Friday. It'll be in the 70s uh, through the uh, weekend of next week, so I'm thankful for that. Anyway, uh, a couple things. Uh, the Indians, yeah, I'm going to keep calling them the Indians no matter what happens next year. I'm going to wear my Indians' uh, uh, clothing and so forth. Then you'll so have I, to get a guardian now. I, yeah. <laughs> and uh, second of all, I want to say hello to Gail. Uh, I enjoyed your request on Monday. And thirdly, I want to ask a question about the song. Uh, that the legend has. Uh, now, for example, Dave, you know, somebody requests a song, and it's not the original version. And what happened two hours later, I called him. I asked him for the original version of uh, We'd Be Staying After Sunday. Now, the one that Dave played, it's completely different. It didn't even sound like a peppermint rainbow. I was wondering, where did the hosts get their music from, actually? Hello? Well, yeah. Um, of course, I wasn't curious. involved in that. Or Can you hear us now? Well, sometimes, sometimes when we're doing a search and it pops up, and especially when you're when the show's pretty busy and you pick, you know, you don't always have time to preview all the versions. I just happen to see that, and that's okay. I'm getting background noise from somewhere. 
<laughs> anyway, I was just curious because then I called him and he and I asked for original version. He said that's the only one I found, and I told him, "Well, that's the original one of Will You Be Staying After Sunday?" Now, now was that a live version you played, Dave, on Will You Be Staying After Sunday? I, I believe it was. That's what I thought. That's what I told Tim. Anyway, just curious. I didn't want to bring up any controversy. For oh no, 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 no! It's not controversy. It's just no. We yeah. we try to stay away from live, but. I think I was in a hurry. To, right. To yeah, I know you're busy. All these, uh... <laughs> he doesn't always tell you. Yeah, we all we all have a little bit different music libraries. I mean, it isn't most of it's the same, but most of it's the same. It's but you may have us... duplicates. You may have duplicates of the same song, and unless you know you're really, really, really looking. And you're familiar with that song, you may or may may not know. So I'm not trying to take up for anybody, but sometimes it's just a matter of seconds when you have a busy show. So yeah. you, you're and, uh, trying third, to get. Thirdly, I wish the NFP would have like a uh, ACB you could get on your devices, the uh, like a radio NFP radio. I wish the NFP would have that too. Well, well they did it. Uh, the conventions were available. Through mm-hmm. uh, through Echo and, and oh, I didn't Google. know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't, I can't remember what you told it to do, but it was it was just like NFB. I, no, I don't remember what it was. And the last thing before I leave you, where's Michael? How's he doing? Well, we don't know where Michael is. Yeah, he's Jeff might know. Anyway, everybody have a great day. And All right, next week. you too, El. Thanks. All right. Okay, next is, uh, um, let's see what we got here. Pam, Fran, can you unmute yourself, and then Pam, you'll be next. Okay, here I am. Uh, doing all right here. Nothing much happening. I'm, uh, I have a question, though. Um, I use the, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> I'm just blanking out. The uh, uh, script talk. There we go. <laughs> My mind's working again. Okay, so I, I use the script talk app. The first time I used it, it worked fine. In fact, I like it because it gives you a lot more information about the medications and what interacts with them and all of that. But now I try to use it, and it just sounds like it's going to explode. It just tick, 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 ticks at me, and I can't get it to read anything. I'm holding it over the over the uh, top, you know, because it says hold it over the uh speaker you know the, the headphone speaker i mean not the headphone speaker but the top speaker you know okay the, well um, i think maybe yeah. we can fix this problem dave let's make sure that she's putting her phone in the right place yeah if you put the hold the bottle right over the place where you put the, your phone against your ear so not that the, the end of the piece, phone yeah right where where you put the phone against your ear yeah that's what i was doing Okay, and, and sometimes just, when that happens, you need to restart your phone because lately, yeah, I have, yeah. Been, I have script talk and I mean, I have script talk myself, and my stuff does not work on her phone, so I've done it also. So at some yeah. point, his uh, will shine, and mine is not working. Okay, the second so. thing is, let me ask you so, this question, please: Is this the same bottle that you checked originally, or a different bottle? Um, I checked a few bottles. 
and none of them were working. Okay. The other Did thing they you could probably do is reinstall the app. They worked before. They worked the first time I used it. And I checked settings. There wasn't in settings. I reinstalled it. That didn't change it. Um, so I don't know whether it's just, you know, if somebody else has had that same problem or... What well, are new bottles on you? And they've just right, been uh, recently... Because I've had them forget to put the tags on there before. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we tried. Uh, we tried one of mine that we know work on hers, and it didn't read her. It just said getting ready, and yeah, you know, like it's trying to focus, but there was. Uh, so I think is yours still working, Gary? Yeah, mine works fine. But I want to have my. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be visiting. I have to go to a new doctor, which I'm really nervous about. But because my doctor, I. Got okay, but your still works. But anyway, right. But does does your stuff work on Gary's? Your, I believe so. Did you try it on my on yours? Uh, I think I did, but I will. I'll, yeah, that's okay. that's one way for us to narrow the problem down to I make sure there's not a bottle problem, and they forgot to label something. Yeah, yeah I checked store. them all. They have them, so. Do they use the camera to do that? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Works. And they use the one on the on the front of the phone? Yeah, it's the, the face of the phone. Yeah. So I was going to say, one thing might be worth just cleaning, try cleaning the screen. Because if it had duster... Yeah, I'm going to look at it. Right? Okay, well, worth a try. We, we, we want an update try. in a few minutes so that we can... What store did no, you originally get out. your meds from? Uh, H-E-B. Okay, so they're used to doing this. Uh, yeah, they, they have the script talk. Um, they used to have a little thing that you put it on, but now they have an app, and it's really good. It gives you, when I got it to work, gives you a lot more information about the, uh, you know, the drug you're taking. But this is not this. They're not actually using the script talk app. Is it a different app that they've come up with? Do you know? No. Well, I'm using a script talk app. Okay, and hopefully they are too. So yeah, I'm assuming so. Gary's using the same script talk app. Okay, so his works. So then, and maybe I'm we'll, sorry. I said maybe we'll get an update from you guys here in a few minutes. Okay. Because I, just, I was just putting it out there in case anybody else had that problem and maybe how they solved it. So Because we will work on this one. Only time okay. we've ever had a problem is we had to restart the phone. Uh, and it happens on a lot of apps. Sometimes you just have to re- you know, re- restart the phone. And unfortunately, the iPhone, the way you've got to restart the phone is not the easiest thing in the whole wide world. I guess maybe it's designed that way, but you've got to hit two buttons and then a third button just to get it to restart. So it's not always the easiest thing to do. But Gary, I mean, well, I've gotten it to do it. I always just power the phone off and back on. I don't think that's the same thing, is it? Well, maybe it is. Well, if you just hit volume up and then volume down right after and then hold the power button in, or the Siri button, whatever you call it. It's not really a power button anymore. All right. Okay. Uh, keep that one on our watch list for today. Maybe Gary will come back with something. 
my suspicion is uh, reset of the phone uh, and maybe... Maybe they didn't put the right tags on there. Well, they knew. Well, that's happened before. We've gotten, when we used to do that, I would get medicine that didn't even have it on there. Yeah, that could happen. That could happen. But it's a good thing when it works. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> is Gary ready to come back? Well, he just came in. Are you there, Gary? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm here, and mine uh, does read her stuff. So I read a couple bottles. I didn't go through all of them, but I read a couple of them. Enough. Okay, well, it eliminates the problem that there's something wrong with the tag. So, Gary, my suggestion for her, the first one would be to hit, what was that button again, Chris? The top volume button, bottom volume button, and then the power button, and reset that phone. Yeah, we haven't we haven't done a restart yet, so we'll try that yeah. first. Try that and then let us Which know. Which phone does she have? SE. SE too, I mean. You have the SE also. Yeah. Because I know the phone Jenny has. A, Jenny, don't you have an 8? Yeah. Okay, you can power that down the way you were talking about, but the newer ones, it's volume up and then volume down and then hold in the Siri button on the right. other side. Let's give that a try and then come back in a little while and let us know exactly what's going on. And we would appreciate it because we want to solve. Now that we, we see it's probably a phone issue. Yeah, yeah. It was, is it, we just were going to do a restart. We, we had something, someplace we were going to go today, but we are not going to be able to do that. So we were going to, so we'll do a restart. Yeah. Pretty soon, probably. And. Hopefully yeah. that'll fix it at least. I'm having to do a whole reset. I'm right. No, I don't think you need a reset. We'll do the re- restart. We're do the restart. Always restart first. first, yeah. Most likely is the issue. They say it's a good idea to reset your phone every day or two anyway. Yeah, I restart mine every two days, whether I need to. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll, we'll stand by to oh, wait to see eight. what happens. Who's next, Jeff? Pam, can you? Oh, sure, you are unmuted, Pam. Go ahead, Pam. Pam Francis. Hello, good people. I have some good news, I think. At least I hope. I think I'm about to be discharged. And this has know. to do. I beg your pardon? I didn't know you were in the hospital. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not in the hospital. I have been. I've had a lot of physical therapy, having fallen with all the medication issues I had, et cetera. That was back in May when I was originally in the hospital. Uh, they, they've had I've had therapy coming out here, and between the, the as a, as you guys all know, I had I transitioned my medication. When I, once I did all of that, I can finally talk straight, walk straight, think straight, and I think the home health people are about to discharge me. Thank you, Jesus. I can actually get on the radio and talk and talk with some degree of fluidity without feeling as if I'm, I've got to think about everything I'm saying. And I'm, I'm just, oh, my daughter is going to be here today to put my computer back together. Let's hope I'm on my way back to the radio. Please, Lord. I also went out last week and got my ID done. That was almost a year overdue because I've, I, because of all the, the health issues my I've had and my friends have had, I hadn't been able to get out to get that done. So we went out and got my state card done. 
last Friday. I have yet to get, I have to get the, the permanent one in the mail. And beyond that, oh Lord, um, I just want to get the heck out of Kansas City, but we've, we're, we've gone back to a mask mandate here due to the variant, the Delta variant, that Missouri is a hot spot. Well, I don't think you have to worry wherever you move. You're probably going to be into that for a little while. You're not. Oh, gonna... no, I'm not going to move. I'm, I'm not moving. I just want to go out of town to see somebody. I want to see something besides Kansas City. Yeah. I'm sick of it. Anyway, that's the story with me, folks. I'm, I'm trying. I haven't forgotten about you. And thank you all for all your thoughts and prayers and good wishes. All right, well, keep hanging in there, and I'll be ready to push that switch for you. So, unfortunately, you're not going to escape the the mask mandate for a while yet. Um, Who's next, Jeff? We have a 414476. That's a Nancy call. That's the one and only Nancy. Nancy, with a laughing face. (laughs) Thank you. I'm just kidding Um, you, Nancy. No, it's okay. Um, first of all, I have a comment about the walker situation. Um, I have a walker just like that, or it sounds like it's like mine. And when you're going out a door, um, if you're standing, lean against the door, turn the walker at a 90-degree angle, and then once you get it out the door, you can turn it straight again to walk. Um, that's the only way I know how to do it because... Most doors are not quite wide enough to handle a walker. And be glad it's a walker and not a wheelchair. Um, And then, well, I guess on the darker side of things, I went through almost four hours of tests yesterday. It was a very, very grueling process. And results aren't really good. Um, The other thing that I found out, I went through a sleep study. And um, that came out not really good either. They're very concerned because my oxygen levels drop very rapidly and substantially. So I was on three liters, and now I'm up to four liters at all times. And that makes it harder because the two batteries that I have for my portable machine, one is supposed to work for three hours at two liters. Well, if you put it at four liters, it actually works less than an hour. And the other one that's for a six-hour battery life, that works um, less also. And when I went in yesterday for these tests, I had to wait. And I was on the floor where they do heart-related tests and lung-related tests. There was no oxygen that I could plug myself into when I was waiting at all, none. And we asked, is there any way that I could plug in for oxygen so I wouldn't have to use my portable oxygen? And they said, no, that's only up on the lung floor. And I thought, my God, this is crazy because this is a heart and lung floor. You'd think they'd have something available. And because I was too afraid of running out of my own oxygen, I had to turn the oxygen off completely and I just waited and sat there, but my oxygen dropped below 80 um, by the time that I got in to see the nurse for my first series of tests. And um, I, the test, the best way I can explain it is they were using a camera, but every time they would press the camera and sometimes press it even between your ribs, um, 
And so going through that for almost four hours was rather painful. They also did it on your neck and your abdomen and all over your chest. And the one really weird thing, try this experiment. Try laying on your side, taking a breath, holding it, and try to push your stomach out without moving the rest of your body. It's very hard to do. And it took me several times, but they insisted that I do it. And by the time all of the testing was done, I got home. I was just exhausted. So, um, and there's still, I, I don't understand what, all this work that's being done for cancer. Why can't they do something for all of the conditions of COPD? I know that a lot of health professionals look at it like it's something that you bring on yourself by smoking or whatever. I was never a smoker. I didn't do any of these things. Mine is a rare form. And yet we know, I was talking with a nurse yesterday, and I said, is there any, what can I do to make my situation better? And she came right out and said, you can't. All you can do is keep the attitude that you've got because that's all you've got going for you. So anyway, if anybody wants to comment on that, that's fine. I'd like to hear what you've got to say because this is so weird and so rare. Wow. Um... I don't think you can really say, unfortunately, anything after that. Um, until we've walked in your shoes, it's very difficult for somebody to say. Um, hopefully, we can find somebody that might be going through a similar situation with you that's willing to share. And you guys can share ideas, insights, thoughts, because we just don't know. And yeah, and it's so weird because doctors don't seem to know either, and it's like I'm an enigma. And, but, the, you know, I told the nurse yesterday, I said, well, I still keep going, and I was talking about my lifestyle and what I do and whatever, and she says, I'm amazed that you're doing as much as you are. I said, if I stop, that's the end. I can't I can't stop. That's not me. Um, but it's just a really, um, it's frustrating because, um, how can I say this? Um, it's like I'm waiting to see how long it's going to take for the end, and I, I don't want to take that attitude at all. But when I go in and, and I don't get good news when I go in, I get kind of crappy news. <laughs> so I'm just doing the best with it that I can, I, and I I'm glad that we've got the legend and um, I've got support from some friends that are wonderful. Um, Bill has met Kristen, and, and she's a delight. And, oh, God, I don't know what I'd do without her. And oh, yeah, even she's been a godsend to you, yes. Yeah, and, and I met after yesterday's test. She said, Nancy, are you going to make it home? I said, God, I hope so. And I just started to cry. So, anyway, oh. that's and, But at least, you know, you know, Gail was wanting answers and... You're at least getting the answers. It may not be the answers you necessarily want, but we just have to make it the best we can for you. Well, and the good thing about it, everybody has been very straightforward with me. They haven't held anything back. Yeah. And I really appreciate that because one test I was scheduled for yesterday they decided it was pointless that was doing this bicycle test, and they, they explained to me why. And and I said, well, that's fine. But the thing is, they've been very straightforward with me, and they've also asked me lots and lots of questions. So I think, in a way, <clears throat> I'm kind of a, a guinea pig for them because they're trying things.
things that they haven't necessarily tried with some other people because I have the stamina to take it. Not that it's easy, but I do it. And even when the, the, I was able to do that test that I just described to you about trying to puff your, your abdomen out and not move any of your body, the, the, um, they just said, we're amazed that you were able to do this. Most people can't. So that does say something. It, it at least tells me I'm following their directions and following the guidelines. But it is frustrating. So anyway, I won't take any more of your time. But I just, I don't know that people really want to know. But I just thought I'd call and let you know what's happening. So well, <clears throat> take care. We appreciate And Bill, I hope you. I'm sorry, Nancy. Oh. I think we lost her. All right. Uh, do you want me to go to the next one, Bill? Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't know who this is. We have a caller that just has the label iPhone. Can you unmute yourself, please? We're looking for an iPhone. I'll do one more time. There's a, a, a person on here with no name, but it's just called iPhone. So can you unmute yourself? Is it please? me? I, I think yes. so, Julie. Yeah, and I used to, I used to have a name, but I had to I had to do a hard I had to do a hard reset a couple weeks ago, and I guess I don't have a name now. So, well, you, you do now. Okay. All right. <clears throat> anyway, um, the. NFB, the way that you got to it was you asked for Nations Blind, and then it had the general sessions of the convention that you could listen to. Um, you know, you have you have yeah, you have, you have to able the yeah you have to yeah. enable the NFB app or whatever and Nations Blind, and that's what you asked for to get it. Um, and so yeah, it was available that way, uh, which was better than the Globe stuff, but that was kind of. That was kind of hard to find. Um, and when you were talking about recipes before you really got started, uh, Chris, I did not get the slow cooker party mix or whatever it was, the mixture of cereals and stuff. If you could please resend me that recipe, I would appreciate that. Okay. Uh, sure. And um, I got I got a new Humanware e-reader yesterday. And so oh, I'm excited. Oh, one of those bra- about- Braille ones, yeah. Yep, yep. So I'm excited about working with that. And um, there's not much information about this part that I've seen yet, but supposedly you can use it for a keyboard for your iPhone. I understand that to be true, and I understand that version of it works better than the other one that's out on the market. That right. is only rumor, or you know, but not having either one of them, I couldn't tell you, but I have heard it about the second one. That well, the guy who called me from the li- called me from the library said that's kind of primarily how he uses his. So I wish they'd give him a little more detail about it. Um, maybe the user manual on the di- on the uh, cartridge or on the machine itself has more detail than the paper version i don't know well i'm sure the more of us get those we can tell you about it once we get it in our hands but we don't have it yet most braille displays they they have a you know they work basically the same way with the iphone so it's not going to be drastically different yeah and I, the only thing that's not working really on my phone, since I re, I'm going to probably have to talk to Apple again, I cannot seem to re-download my Bard. It was not there, and I, I have to re-download it, and it would not do that correctly. So, um, Okay. Well, I would 
go into the app store, type in Bard Mobile, and then then go look for it there, and then it should be right there. And some of the older phones it won't work on anymore. It won't. Oh. Well, the old. Oh, how old are you? I have, seven, I have a 7 Plus. Oh. Uh-oh. Well, I don't know. Bard, I have an 8. It was working, it was working before I did my before I had to do my hard reset, but um, it's not. And, but after I did that, now my, and did the update, my Kindle is being able to turn the pages correctly now. Well, you you might try going <laughs> to the App Store and up at the top somewhere in one of the tabs i don't remember which tab i think it's under the search tab it says apps downloaded but or history or something and then apps not on this iphone you might find it there yeah you might be able to get it back that way too okay all right i'll see if i can find or that if you I... had an iCloud backup if you restored your phone from an iCloud backup you probably would have gotten it yeah um and- and in Zoom, under settings, you can uh, put your name back in um, where, okay. your, where your screen name is, and that should stay at that point. Okay. Then you right. will be thank known you. as the lovely Julie. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate well, that. Well, that's what you type in. Yeah. Well, lovely Julie. That's right. Lovely Julie. <laughs> no, I'm not going to type that yet. <laughs> Jim, you, Tim, you're causing trouble again. <laughs> yep. Thanks, well, thank Julie. You. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> Who's next, Jeff? I see David Meyer had a hand up or down. He put his hand down. We have Joe and Pierre. Okay. Whoever. So which one? It doesn't matter to me. Well, Joe's had his hand up before a few times. Okay. All right. Let's go for it, Joe. There you go. All right. He unmutes himself. Do we have Joe on the line? Oh, it's there. Oh, hi. Good morning. Oh, am I still? Uh, this is Joe here. I've had some technical problems. Uh, oh, why wouldn't let me know that I had my hand raised? So anyway, 70 degrees, partly cloudy skies, up to 88 degrees, and everything like that. You know, it's interesting about Sirius XM. I can't understand. The uh, music channels are, are not commercial, but the talk channels are filled with commercials. So that's, uh, I, I suppose there's different contracts or different things, even though we're paying for the subscription. <laughs> well, think of it this way, Joe. On the music channel, they're paying for the royalties anyway. So maybe that's one reason where the talk they don't have any royalties so you know they're not getting revenue from people to keep these talk channels going so they use commercials yeah good morning guys um bill i sent you an email but you can ignore it but what what i basically said on that was uh when i go out a door because i use a wheelchair myself and uh, i back out the door and then that way I can, and as I do that, then I can grab the door and close it behind, close it as I go further out. And that works out really well. So, Well, um, you ought to be I, an expert at it. Uh, yeah, you have to have lots of experience. But I find that that's a lot easier to do now with doors with springs. I haven't had any trouble with that. But um, 
you can try she can try that try to back out the door and then grab it as you go if you can, if at all possible that's another suggestion to try i don't know if it would work but when you and um joe go out someplace is do you independently use your wheelchair or does joe push it for you or i do i i do i handle all the work and then he just grabs onto uh, one of the handlebars and then we just go you know i just it works out really well and then when we go out the door here um i go ahead and go on out and then he shuts the door behind and locks it so okay it works out pretty well. You know, we've got a pretty good. The, now, what was interesting is, at when we were doing live conventions, <laughs> going in and out of elevators, and that was when we still had Jenny with us, um, and that was an interesting task because you know how those, uh, some of those elevators do not stay open long enough to go, and you literally have to run in and out, but. It it works if you plan it right, and it's you know. But well, like I said, you would be the expert at that, and because you're used to it, yeah. And you've that's had that's why to, I give I throw out that tip. You yeah, know, you. I mean, do you that that's right in your world, so you're used to it. Mm-hmm. And for me to comment on it would be useless because I would know for just from what I've seen. But that's good to know, and maybe that'll help Gail. It's worth a try, you know. And, it, and uh, Gail, if you're listening, try it and see how it works. Very you know, if, Joe, if you prefer hot weather, it's supposed to go up to 101 here. Oh, oh no. Oh, heavens, we're having a nice cooling we, we have, had an overabundance of Oh, rain. heaven. You, you can actually keep the hot weather there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 101 in Minnesota, that's hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. yeah that's hot for them. Yeah, yeah. It's really, 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 really busy. Well, we better get a few more callers on here before we, before we get hungry and we're going to cook today again. Thank you, Ellen. Who's next, guys? Pierre. My buddy from the 225. Okay, Pierre, you know what to do, buddy. There the you uh, number one statement of the ACB convention, can you hear me? Am I unmuted? Yeah. <laughs> you are. I bet, I bet I heard that 500 times. I bet and I did, clearly, too. It, it clearly says you are... You are on, you are unmuted, but they will ask every time, uh, "Am I unmuted?" And uh, that's an editor's but, uh, nightmare. Yeah. But I was listening to uh, what you were saying at the beginning of the show about the about uh, your sugar. Yeah. Uh, and you were mentioning cereal and, and donut hole. <laughs> that is simple carb. Where's your protein? Can't find any protein. You know, I mean, uh, simple sugar like that well raise your sugar really high but if you don't have any protein to go with it but, but it's, it's crazy pierre because he can eat donuts he can eat a couple donuts and it won't take it as high as cereal but uh but but the problem is when you're eating simple sugars uh, it'll raise it and and pretty high and then it'll stay there a little while and then it'll start dropping 
without the protein to uh, to slow it down. Now, what kind of protein? Well, what if I scrambled some eggs? I okay, can't stand... okay, good, good protein is like two eggs, uh, bacon, sausage, oh. uh, anything like that uh, to to slow down the absorption. Oh. So you need to join that, our ACB uh, Diabetics in Action. You I know, thought we, I did join it, but uh, we have we have these uh, these meetings, you know, like twice a month, and they usually get somebody in to speak about the DEXCOM or or some so, kind of doctor or something, in, you know, where you can ask questions. And did you go to the convention, Pierre? I mean, actually, did you not, not that you go to the convention? Did you involve yourself with all of the meetings there? There were at least two or three meetings on diabetes from the ACB. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I listened to them all. Yeah, and how I were did. they? Were they good? Oh, they were great. They were they were really great. Now, who's the president of that group? Um, Tom Tobin. Oh, so it's not Chris. No, Chris got voted out. Good. Okay, I'll join. It's <laughs> 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 time to join. Um, no, it, it is a good thing. I used to know a lady from Iowa who invited me to speak there at the convention one year. Yeah, yeah, D. And I get up and speak, and I was showing him how I could use my uh, glucose <laughs> monitor, you know, the, and I read right. it with my phone and did it. And my, what was my blood sugar? But 51. They were all uh, beating the path up there to the thing and bringing me some kind of things you chew, um, some kind of, I don't sugar know. Pills. They sugar pills. Sugar pills. And pills. I got somebody's potato chips and <laughs> I did pretty good. <laughs> but that, that's not the way to do it. But yeah, I'll look into that one. Uh, I, I do like rather whatever organization, and I urge people to join these special interest groups because, you know, I'm not sure about proteins because Jenny likes these real runny eggs, and I can't. No, I don't. <laughs> I thought that's what your mom fixed you. No, not usually. So, but maybe I could just put a couple eggs in a, like a little skillet and fry them in the skillet for a few minutes. Well, something else you could do, Teresa does every once in a while. You ball up like uh, six or eight eggs, boiled eggs, put them in the refrigerator, and then, and, you know, when you have your breakfast, just take you out, take you out a couple of the, the boiled eggs to eat. Oh. Or a chicken strip or a piece of sausage. Yeah, anything like that. Yeah, yeah just, sausage links would even work if you'd rather have that. Yeah. Um, do they sell, I know... I used to put them in the skillet and cook them, but don't they even make them? You can heat them up in the microwave now. Well, they have yeah. those ground and served ones that right. are cooked that you can right. put in the microwave. Well, they've the even got these cooked. bacon things. Have you seen those? They're they're bacon. They're fake bacon. They're they're, well, it's not bacon. fake. It's real bacon. It's just basically been cooked. Yeah, it's pre-cooked bacon. Yeah. You, you like that, yeah, Pierre? Yeah, it's not fake at all. Right. Just pre-cooked bacon. Right. You know... But, uh, uh, but don't make the same mistake I made one time. Uh, uh, she had some boiled eggs in the refrigerator. I took one out, peeled it, put it in the microwave for about 10 seconds, took it out the microwave, and when I bit into it, it exploded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, all took, the time. it took all the skin off the, the roof of my mouth. Some guy came in the house, and he said, what's going on? He said, 
looked like there was a yellow storm in here. That that yellow had turned to powder, and it was everywhere. Oof. Wow, just in 10 seconds. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I did the same thing with a fried egg. I put. I said, maybe I'll fry the egg in the microwave, which you can't do. And it was on a plate, and I touched the <laughs> top with my fork. It split the membrane, and, and the egg exploded all over the place. You no, I, I remember Mike Calvo saying to somebody one time, they were doing a cooking show at that Sam Net or whatever. He goes, dude, dude, you don't need no micro, no egg and no microwave what is a typical pierre breakfast well like uh like it'll be like uh, uh sausage uh maybe an english muffin uh and a couple of eggs you know you because your 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 egg and your sausage you're getting your protein and your english muffin or your biscuit or whatever you get in your cars yeah now that that might be better because you really want to do something different right so We'll do that. Um, give that a try. So anything else you're up to, Pierre, besides That's it. our sports driving is crazy? And oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we ought to be getting all the trades coming in in the uh, next day or two. Yep, trades and who knows what and who knows who will have the COVID and who knows what. and I tell you what, this COVID thing here in Louisiana gets out of hand. I it mean, is, yeah. we're having... Uh, yesterday we had almost seven thousand new cases. You know, we've got one hundred and twenty-seven people on ventilators, and nobody wants to wear a mask. Nobody wants to social distance. Nobody wants to get vaccinated. There's my phone. All right, buddy. Uh, it's that call from heaven, so you better take it. We got. Alan, Alan, and and Bill. Okay, we'll take those two, and then it'll be time for the demo. Alan, can you unmute yourself? And then Bill, stand by. Hello. Good morning, guys. Uh, Hey there. uh, We're going to be in the mid-90s here in Ontario, even though we had just a little bit of rain about about an inch or so. So we had thunder showers, which which is kind of unusual for us, you know, this time of year. Oh, that's good, Andy. Anything else going on there? In uh... um, let me see. I finally uh, got my narrator problem solved. Did you? Yes, I did. I got it solved. Well, very, very good. How did you get it solved? Called well, Best Buy. Well, that's why I had to leave. It was something in the cursor that was not moving. Um, oh. So in the process of the narrator, so I got it solved. You know. So it's fixed now. It's fixed now. I can find all the buttons on the thing. You know. That's good. Is your laptop working good otherwise? Yeah, the computer's working very well. We've got some we've got some laptop stories next week. I don't think we have time for them. Some adventures I've got involved with two laptops this week. So um we'll be talking about that and so I think you'll find the comparison of the two laptops. Okay. So, oh, it's going to be quite interesting next week, Bill. I, that's why I turned on the coffee cup. I told Walter that I was going to turn on the coffee cup so I can hear the demo. The demo thing. Oh, we, and if you, boy, if you, if you, if you like to eat, you're going to really enjoy this demo. Believe me, both of us do. Real quick, my egg story, I had one of those poaching devices and I forgot to pierce the yolk and the egg. Seven, zero, one, four, three, eight, eight. Years ago. Message from caller ID number sign. I'm supposed to not get any noise on this phone during this thing and 
it just did it. Um, but so anything else going on with you and Walter? Nothing else is really going on here. So, well, you have a good week and listen next week after you do the demo today. But listen next week for the stories of the laptops because you're going to hear an interesting story of two laptops. Jenny's already kind of heard them. So you'll get to hear them next week. So we'll be talking about that. Who's our next person in line here? We got Bill, Bill. and uh, Bill, and then there's I think Charles. I think Charles. Charles uh, but okay. let's go with Bill. Yeah. All right, I'm here. You told me to unmute myself already. Am I unmuted? Yes, you are. Okay, I know the thing. Come on, said do that. Well, let's see. It's about. It's been in the high 90s here all week. We had a heavy rainstorm this morning. <clears throat> going to be in the high 90s today with a comfort index of 105 to 110 they said it's a humid outside this morning the air was a hit so heavy you could hardly breathe and and it's uh, about it i've been going to some shows and ships one to different places and anything else and bill pierre is right you need protein when you eat the starch you got to start in an easy way to do bacon i do it all the time and it comes out perfect Take a microwave plate, or if you got a, just, uh, people buy these bacon cookers, just take a microwave plate, lay a couple strips, pieces of paper towel on top of it, lay your number of strips of bacon you want to cook on the strips, on the paper towel, lay one single layer of paper towel over top of it, and you can test it anywhere from three to, to four and a half minutes, depending on how, how crispy you want it. Uh, mine, I usually do six slices, because my daughter has some too, and I usually do six slices, and it takes me four minutes and 50 seconds, and it comes out just nice, crisp, and just terrific. And that's the easiest way. The bacon cookers are okay, I guess, but why spend all that money when you got a microwave plate and put a piece, a piece of paper towel down, lay the because bacon on Because some of us like to save our bacon grease. Well, yeah, if you want to save your bacon grease, yeah. But, but, but uh, otherwise, that, but you need protein because the starch, just eating a couple donuts for breakfast or eating cereal is not going to help. And the thing is, Stay away from the sugar-coated cereals. Your best, you're, you don't want those at all. And your best thing is, if you really want a cereal without a lot of sugar, oatmeal. And you can do oatmeal in the microwave, because I do it all the time. Oh, yeah. You, put, you, know, you put a third a cup of oatmeal and two-thirds a cup of water, but you've got to make sure you don't let it go and explode on you. you got to watch it sometimes. You, gotta, you can't let it run the full Do you use the quick oats, or do you use the... Oatmeal in one of those containers, or do you use the instant oats? No, I use just regular oatmeal and put it in. A, I got a microwave cup. We got some microwave cups that they're made for it, and you just put it in there. And you have to watch, so you can't. It says, you know, maybe run it for two minutes. No, run it for like a minute and let it set for five seconds, and then run it the rest. Because if you run it full time, sometimes it'll blow, it'll blow over or boil over on you, and you got to clean it in the microwave. I understood that. And then as far as eggs. I've got uh, some microwave egg cookers that you put the eggs in. There are two little cups. You put the egg in it, and you can either scramble the egg in the thing, and then you just uh, put the cover over it, put it in the microwave, and cook it for 30 seconds. And then let it. when you go back to reset your microwave another 30 seconds, and your eggs are done. And it's just as good as you can scramble them in the skillet. Because you can see, you can put your salt, pepper, whatever you want on top of the egg when you put it in the thing and just cook. So, I mean, I've got, I've got two sets of those things. So I don't know where I got them now because I've had them for probably 20 years. 
but they, they've got microwave egg cookers, different whatever kind of thing. Yeah. But no, you need pro, you need protein. When you eat, All right. Well, I'm going to go on a protein. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Chocolate hole, the chocolate donut holes are good, but you need starch afterwards. I right. mean, you need sugar, uh, protein after it. <laughs> well, we're going to do that. We're going to do that starting tomorrow. Uh, I know, Tim, you got a call, and we've got one more call, right? Yeah, how long is this demo, guys? Uh, I don't want to, you know. This demo is about 32 or 33 minutes. Okay, we're good. All right. We're good. Hattie would like to do this, Bill. You want to do the call first, then we'll get to Jerry? Yeah, let's do the, well, okay, you ready with the call, Tim? Yep. Okay, let's go ahead and do Debbie. some good suggestions. Now if, we get this, if I could get the ladies to make breakfast every day, I'd be as happy as could be. But that's not going to happen, Bill, and I already know that. So I'm not even going to say any more than that. <laughs> right? Why? But you know that, Bill. You know. Go ahead, Jerry. Can you unmute yourself, please? I just did. It told me to. And uh, good morning, everybody. And I want to announce that, uh, uh, well, I've been, you know, keeping you informed to the legend. Judy's going back to Crystal Waters. They got her blood sugar down to a more reasonable level. Uh, she's like 138 now as opposed to where she was at, you know, 511. And uh, she's gone back today. My nephew's going to pick her up, and uh, that'll be good. And they've got my tattoos drawn on my chest for the radiation that I'm going to be getting. Uh, they drew these lines like so they'll know where to inject or whatever you have to do. And in seven to ten days, I should find out what my radiation schedule is going to be. Uh, I go back. Well, we're going to try to do a practice run. We're going to do a simulated uh, radiation. We're going to tell me how to lay down on the table and all that so they can do it. So I'll know what it's like. And it's going to be uh, radiation five days a week for uh, six to eight weeks and chemo one day a week. So one day I'll be there like for 15 minutes, and then the next, when I have whatever my chemo day is, it'll be three hours in length for radiation and chemo. And they have a hospital van that's going to transport me to and from, and uh, that's working out good, and I'm, uh, I'm feeling really good. Um, so there you go. And it's 72 degrees here in Indiana, PA, going up to 84 today. Well, Jerry, our prayers go with you, my friend, uh, and we wish you every success and uh, and, and uh, good luck to you, sir. Okay, thank you very much. Good luck, Jerry. 
Uh, you're an inspiration to all of us. Um, Chris, one other note. Nancy didn't get a copy of that slow cooker recipe either. So it may be more than just one person. I don't know. So away we go. I guess we can always hit a resend key on that. Do we have any more callers or anything before? What happened to Charles? His hand, hand, we lowered his hand. Maybe Charles is coming back here. Let's see. I'm here. You're here. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, go ahead, Charles. Okay, first of all, I hope everybody's doing well. Um, I'm doing okay. It's been a week since I'm out of the hospital and everything is going fine so far. So, you know, I enjoy listening to other people's stories, too. And um, good luck with Jerry. Over next week, and how's Tim Arning doing? Um, when, uh, two weeks ago today on his surgery. Or was it tomorrow? Let's see, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. I, was, right. I, was th- I was thinking about you on your oh, surgery. <laughs> You're well, welcome. I'm doing well. Um, um, good. And, I mean, I don't want to just uh, talk about myself all the time. Also, real quick. <laughs> about the cereal um okay there's a lot of hot cereals you can try there used to be one it's, it's under a different brands now but it's called multi-meal post cereals make it there's something called hot ralston uh the Vermont country store uh, sells it or at least they used to um these um ralston perina used to sell it and these nice boxes i used to get <clears throat> it was a case of 12 boxes but now the vermont country store sells it in a uh, big bag it's not the same thing in my opinion um and let's see there's something called wheat tina that's pretty good i like that and um there's something called red river from canada that's also good so yeah there's probably a lot of other hot cereals i've never heard of but uh anyway and i would love to have tried the um the ralston cereal in the 50s um, when I was real little, they used to have Ralston. It was cold Ralston. I would have loved to see what that would have tasted like. But anyway, so that's enough of my uh, stuff for now. And are you uh, feeling I'm okay? Doing the best I can. So are you thank feeling you everybody for their okay. support? Are you feeling okay, Charles? Uh, yes, yes. Everybody says I look good and I feel good. Like the only way I know I had my surgery is the scars and the soreness. But I don't, I'm not, I'm not tired or nothing. I feel like I could run a race, but, you know, I know I have to take it easy because it is major surgery, so they say. It was the um, open-heart surgery because I had most people are born with three flaps on their heart. I, I had only two, so they had to fix that. It was something that I was born with. Thank God it wasn't um, yeah. bypass surgery. Or that could be worse. They didn't have to open up your chest and crack yeah, your they bones. Oh, Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They had to crack your bones and all that stuff? Yes. Oh, oh and it's, it's still sore, but it'll be that way for a oh, while. It's still going to be four sore. to six weeks. Wow. No, it's not going to be four to six weeks. It'll probably be <laughs> longer. But it, everything takes its time. Right, that's true, and I'm doing the best I can with it. I'm walking around the house, even though it's boring, but I take my uh, Alexa and other stuff with me so I can have something to listen to. Well, there you and go. And my timer, my talking timer to time me, so I'm good. So I just hope everybody's doing well, and, um, you know, I enjoy hearing other people's situations, too. So uh, it's very interesting, and, you know, it helps you count your blessings when you hear uh, what other people are going through too, 
Yes, it does. It does. And we thank you, Charles. And I'll see you on Saturday or Sunday, and we'll be talking, all right? Okay, Jeff. Thank you. Thank all you. Right. All right. Bye-bye. I was going to say, Bill, as far as uh, my uh, my sling goes, it's got a neat slot between the, well, where the pillow is that keeps my arm out from my body, and uh, my phone fits perfectly. <laughs> well, hey, there you go. There you go. You got your phone. You're ready to go. Yep. And now we are ready to go. Anybody hungry? We've talked about nice, healthy food for you and all that, but today we're going to fry some chicken, and I don't think that's bad for you, really, so much, but we're going to fry some some chicken fried, and Dave is going to cook some chicken for us. Any want to say anything before we get started, Chris or Dave? No, this is just... Um... We were asked for a demo for fried chicken, and he knows how to fry chicken, so he did the demo. Well, there we go. Good morning, everyone. Well, today I am taking over the kitchen for a little bit because I am going to fry some chicken. Which we had a request to do a demo on how to fry chicken, so... So, um... Chris picked me, so... Well, he knows how to fry chicken. He hasn't done it in a while, but he knows how. His mom taught him before he left home because it was one of his favorite things to eat. And we happen to fry chicken the same way, his mom and I. So, I have... Uh, I'm going to be using an electric skillet. It's a huge skillet because it can hold a lot of chicken. And so... Um, the first thing I have to do is I've got to get a cookie sheet out, which I have, and I'm going to take uh, some flour. Let's see. I'm going to mix uh, some flour, some salt, and some pepper in a bowl, and I'm going to use, uh, let's see, two cups of flour, one tablespoon of salt and a teaspoon of black pepper I believe I got that right yep. and uh, I'm, I'm putting that in a bowl and then mix it up real good he's already done that because he can't handle you can't do that and hold the and do the recorder and everything all at once so and he he did he did measure it out and um it is in a bowl and the cookie sheets out and the there's a little small handful of um the flour mixture on the cookie sheet so that the cookie sheet won't take the flour mixture off the bottom of the chicken. Right, that that was the uh, the reason for the cookie sheet, so we can. So you put you put that under the cookie sheet, so it kind of helps uh, the chicken um, not to give up not, its flour to the cookie sheet, which right. you don't want. And, of course, we always have to contend with the bird because the bird is uh, beginning to make noise. We already put the cat in the bedroom. And had put the cat away because... Uh, he was interested in the... He was interested in stuff. <laughs> and that's not a good thing. Okay, 
put this recorder back in my pocket. His hands are going to be messy, so I'm going to hand him the chicken. It's it's cut up. I tried to buy a pick of the chicken I already cut up, but I couldn't yesterday, so I did cut the chicken up for him. Okay, so I'm going to take Here's the a- chicken, and I'm going to dredge it by putting it in this flour with the... Well, I guess it doesn't matter how. No, just get it covered. I'm going to get it covered with flour. Make sure it just press the flour on it a little bit and put it skin side down on the cookie sheet. Okay, we got one. Put it skin side down on my cookie sheet. Here's the other breast half. Get the other breast. You need a bunch of hands for this, I'll tell you. And we got this one. And I'm dredging these, and then I'm going to put the second one down on the cookie sheet. Here is a thigh. Okay, we got a thigh. Get that thigh, and we will dredge it in the flour, in the bowl, (laughs) dip it in the bowl. Press it on there pretty good. Yeah. And lay that skin side down if, if, as, if you can tell. Okay. Those are a little harder to tell. And the thighs I will lay beside the two breasts that are on the cookie sheet. Here's another thigh. The reason for putting it skin side down is you're going to put it skin side down in the skillet, and that way you know already which side is skin side down once you get it covered with flour you don't have to try to figure that out okay we've got the thighs dredged and they are beside each other i guess i'll put yeah i guess that's what i'll do now the wings i I did when i cut up the chicken i did tuck the wing tips the under the main part of the wing and that keeps them from being so likely to burn. Here's one. See what I did with it? Okay, I got the wing. I'm going to put it in the flour mixture and dredge it really good. And then... Here's another wing. And I will put it in front thigh on the right side. There's another wing. Get the other wing. You should have room for two legs at the end. And I'll dredge the wing into the flour. Yuck. We had a girl in our class that that refused to touch raw chicken. There. Kind of running out of space on my cookie sheet. Oh, you can squeeze two legs in there. Okay, now we'll do the legs. There's one. One leg into the flour, mixing it up. We had a missed handoff on one of those thighs. (laughs) It's going to be good stuff, folks. You know what I mean. Now let's see if we can get that leg in there. Okay, there's that one. And you got one more leg sticks to my hand. It does, yep. And we got... That's why I was handing you the chicken. I thought that might kind of help. 
And we got the leg in there, which just barely fits. And I'm gonna wash my hands off. Yeah, hold, hold. <laughs> Get the flour and stuff off my hands. I love this Dawn Power Wash. It is so wonderful. Your hands are a little messed up. If your hands are a little messed up, you can just spray them, and it's perfect. If you don't get the dish bottle, I'll do. Yeah, but then you got to get the flour off your hands. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Which is what I'm doing now. So I got the water a little hot. You tried to burn me with the water. It's not fun, folks. Okay. okay. Get a paper towel and dry my hands off. There you go. And dry my hands off. And we're going to set that in the refrigerator. If you have trouble getting your stuff to stick up, two things. They say you can put cornstarch in there, which I haven't ever tried. But my stepmother that my dad married after my mom passed away, um, she was a chef. And she said to set it in the fridge for at least 20 minutes and let it let the coating dry. And it does seem to help it stick. And when you put it in the skillet, it helps. So we're going to set this in the refrigerator for half an hour. And that gives us time to clean up any flour mess or anything like that. Yeah, I made a little mess. Not a, not a big mess. Actually, I'm surprised I didn't get as much slop on the counter as I thought I would. Flour is messy. Right, now I have uh, some cans of uh, shortening and I'm going to put, going to start with two cans. They're, They're small are, cans. Are they one pound They're cans? one pound cans I could not get. Couldn't? The big ones this time. Some, I, I always preferred the sticks, but we're going to use the, we're going to use the can. The cans are cheaper. So I'm going to get in there and dig this shortening out and put it in my skillet. I have the electric skillet out. It's a huge skillet. That's why it takes so much shortening. Now, you can use oil if you want to. My advice is, unless you're really used to your skillet, get your shortening out early and let it melt. And then turn your skillet off and let it cool a little. That way you can tell how much is in there. You can tell what level you want. A good quarter inch at least. And this is a big skillet. I mean, it's huge. So it's going to take. It takes a lot. A of lot shortening. of shortening. So we're. That's why we don't we don't fry chicken a whole lot. But that's when we do. We use the skillet. Um, Here's a can. Okay. All right. So now. I'm going to wash my hands and get the shortening off my hands. Hang the on. stuff is pretty thick. Yeah. So. Hang on just a second. Let me get my hands. Okay. So, <clears throat> going over to the sink and I'm going to wash my hands off. Okay. Come on over. I'll do this. As soon as Chris gets out of the way, come I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
soap on my hands and help. Yeah, that, it's that foam stuff. Boy, I'll tell you, it really works. I like it. So we'll get the hands washed up. And sometimes it takes twice to get enough on your Yeah. And because that's a lot of shortening in that skillet, it's, uh, I'll dry my hands off. Here. That would help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I got my hands fairly dry. They're all right. They'll be okay. You won't melt. Now, I'm going to go back over to my skillet and uh, this skillet like I said it's huge and on this skillet where you plug your thermostat into the skillet the knot there's a big knob on the skillet and uh, we have a dot on the um, on the knob and normally when we're using this we're using 375 and so we have a dot on the on the skillet itself at 375 and a dot on the knob so i'm going to turn the knob where the pointer would be if you could you can't feel the pointer it's just right. a round knob so we put a dot on there and you just match them so i'm going to turn the knob i heard the thermostat click and i'm going to line it with the dot which is going to give me 375 and we'll let that heat up for a couple minutes and melt that shortening if you need to if you're doing this yourself and you need to set a timer don't take any chances of letting your grease get away from you yeah that actually should be about five minutes to let that grease get good and hot or the shortening to get good and hot if it's not all the way melted just put your lid on the skillet and and turn it off and just leave it because it'll finish melting yeah because right now the lid is not on the skillet okay the five minutes are up the uh shortening is melted we're gonna let it uh turn the uh, skillet off and let it cool down a little bit so that we can tell how much uh, whether or not we need any more uh, shortening in there okay well the shortening we did have enough shortening in there we didn't have to do anything to that and we left it we left it uh, melt for about five minutes and now we let it cool for about oh I don't know 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah, we left it cool down so that it, we could tell how much, you know, because we didn't want to put our fingers in hot shortening. Not when it was real hot. And it looked good. I'm going to take a thermometer and I'm going to check the shortening temperature because you want it to be good and hot. But you don't want your grease to... 172. It's not, it's not hot enough. It's, it's still heating up. Yeah. I have reset my thermostat on the skillet so that it would go back up to 375. And we use a, we have a, a, a regular little talking thermometer, which <coughs> works pretty good. If you don't have one, it's a, if you're going to do a lot of cooking of meat, it's a real good investment. Yeah, they're only like 39 bucks mm. for the talking thermometer. Don't buy the cheap one, buy the $39 one. Yeah. Uses uh, two AAA batteries, and you can get it at. Uh, has one button. Maxi Aids uh, has them, and independent, independent living, living aids. aids has them, and uh, they work pretty well. Maybe I'll put a link in the demo in the 
Yeah, I'll put a link in there for that. I'm just waiting for the skillet to heat. It's got about two minutes. Got about two minutes to go. It's at about 3.15 right now. And we want it at 3.75. You want your skillet good and hot. You want your grease really hot. Because otherwise, if you put your chicken in while the grease isn't hot enough, it'll make it greasy. It'll absorb the grease, and that's not what you want. Okay, our temperature is at 375, so I'm going to grab one of these breasts. Put it I can find them. Skin side there on the end closest to the skillet, closest to you. Grab one of those. That's why you need to keep up with uh, everybody. I'm not. You need to keep up with where your pieces are on the sheet because you want to put them in in the. Okay. Where, so you know where they are. I'm going to put one breast into the skillet. Yeah. Fizzling. Okay, now get the other breast. It doesn't matter. Find it. Doesn't matter. It's right beside it. Doesn't matter how you do it as long as you know what where it's your stuff is. And I'll put that one in. We have the two breasts in the left hand end. You can do it however you want to. I got them in there. Now the thighs. Now I'm I'm using welding gloves. I I really like these the, things because they they work really good for me. Okay, the so thighs you can turn crossways, the long part crossways, because that they'll fit in the skillet right behind the breast if you or right beside the breast if you do that. Okay, so we're going to get a thigh. Two thighs end to end. That, that's a leg. Find my thighs. <sighs> Here's a thigh, and I will put it in beside, let's see, beside the breast. Okay, ouch. There's your little thigh. Right there on the I'll move that over just a little bit. There we go. And I'll get the other right thigh. Get the other thigh in there. And put it in, and it is now. We just have legs and wings, and if you put those behind the thighs, point the skinny part to the middle. Okay. Point both skinny parts to the middle, then they'll fit one right beside the other that way. Okay, we got one leg there, and I'm gonna get the other leg. Okay. I've got it, and it goes beside it across. That's towards the back of my skillet. And then the two wings. And then we got two wings, and they will go beside the legs. The, the, On the right hand end. legs. Okay. So let's see where we're going to go here. Okay. One, it'll have to go in front of it, running out of room in the skillet. Now, <laughs> i got to go wash my hands. What I'm going to do is, while he's doing that, I am going to just go ahead and put the lid put the, on. The lid is going to be on for, what, about 10, ten minutes? minutes? If you if, watch your lids and put your vent to the back, that way you don't risk getting your hand over it when you reach for the handle. Alexa, set a timer for 10 minutes. 
And you can hear the chicken frying. So we'll wait until the 10 minutes is up. And then we will turn, take the lid off, turn the uh, chicken over. Once we take the lid off, uh, we'll let it cook for about five minutes before we turn the chicken over. That helps it crisp. So it crisps up. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Make me hungry already. And what we're going to do, we're going to cook it with the lid on for 10 minutes. We're going to take the lid off for 5 minutes. Then we're going to turn the chicken over. And then we're going to put the lid back on for 10 more minutes and off for 5. Then look at your chicken. If you need to, you can flip it back over one more time and get the other side crisp. And But this time you only leave it for 2 or 3 minutes. Okay, and we'll, you can use a thermometer to see if it's done if you want to. We'll be back as soon as it's ready to take the lid off. According to the A-Lady, we have 30 seconds. So we're going to just wait until the timer goes off. Then I'm going to take the lid off. I have a cookie sheet here for him to put the lid on because we're doing this on the kitchen table. Yes, yeah, so we don't want to set fire to the kitchen table. I have, a, kitchen I have table. a cookie sheet. I'm <laughs> the only one that I did start a fire the first time I fried chicken here. We yeah, hadn't even she got, did. <laughs> I don't think we'd even gotten married or if we had, it had only been a few days. I got the paper. Alexa, stop. Okay, he's going to take the lid off. Got a paper towel too close to the coils on the electric skillet. Not this one, but a different skillet. Yeah, she was like real calm about it. I said, I think we have a small fire here. Yeah, and I'm panicking. I'm thinking, oh no, here goes the house. But uh, we got lucky. We got it out, well, and uh, yeah, everything was good. To, I knew how to put it out. Alexa, set a timer for five minutes. Okay, so now uh, the chicken is, is cooking with the lid off for five minutes, and then... This will let the bottom side get crispy. And then we'll, and then we'll turn it over, and then put the lid on for another ten minutes. And we should be... Take it off for another five. Taking it off for five minutes, and then... Uh, let it cook, and then it should be finished. As they say, it's rinse and repeat. Yeah. So uh, smells good. If I don't blow something up, well, <laughs> we'll be back here in five minutes. Well, the time is just about up to turn the chicken over. Alexa, stop. So now we're gonna, he's going to turn we're the gonna, chicken. Now we're going to turn the chicken over. Yeah. I use the, my welding glove. Some people use forks and stuff, but I have to do anything as something that everything the crazy way, I guess. I, but it works. I was taught to use a fork. Well, actually, you can use tongs or whatever. I've always preferred just a fork, and he just reaches in and turns it. Now, the legs, you're going to, when yes, you get to them, have to you just have those. to kind of roll them over as best you can. I hope you get it right. <laughs> and, and 
you can kind of use your fingers to yeah, I do. to tell. It's fine. It smells good, though. Okay, so now fun. he's got all the chicken turned over. So I'm going to hand him the lid, and I'm going to put the lid back on the chicken. Getting the vent and to then, the back. Alexa, set a timer for 10 minutes. And the lid's back on. And, and we're cooking the other side. And we'll just wait. Once the 10 minutes are over, it'll be time to check it. And if it looks, if I think it looks okay, I will take it out. No, you'll have to leave the lid on five more, I mean, all five more minutes. After, yeah, after I leave the lid off for five minutes, then take the chicken out. If we don't and get it crispy enough, we'll turn it one more time for about two to three minutes. Depending on how it it, it looks, you know, if we, if we think that it needs a little bit more crispiness or whatever, you can uh, leave it on for however long it takes till you think it's right. Usually two to three minutes will do it. Okay, and while we're waiting on this second 10 minutes, because we're done resting the lid, when the lid comes off this time, we'll be done with the lid. He has gotten about six layers of paper towels on a cookie sheet, on a clean cookie sheet, and that's where he's going to put the chicken when it's done. So Then he can just grab it and suck it right down. Except I don't think I can eat all that chicken at one time, so. Well, probably not. And if Chris is good, I'll share some of the chicken with oh, her. I know where the chicken is. <laughs> I'm always good. And there goes the timer for the 10 minutes. Alexa. Alexa. Stop. Stop. Okay. Good old Alexa. <laughs> oh, well. So now we're going to take the lid off. For another five minutes. Okay, Dave is going to take the lid off, and I'm going to take it over to the sink. Get that lid out of the way, put it in the sink, let it cool down, and let this off for another five minutes, and we'll be back. Okay, right now, Dave is removing the small pieces which would be the wings. The timer hasn't quite gone off, but we did check the chicken's temperature. It is 169. 169. With a thermometer. Looks to me like, I looked at it, and we have decided the, the breast. The breast needs to be turned be over turned a little bit. Over I, didn't, I didn't think it was quite crispy enough. I didn't either. Oh. But this works good because I haven't done this since 2008. It's been a long time since, since I did this. We were also asked for to uh, make chicken gravy as a demo. But we're not going to do that today, but we will do that next week. Alexa, stop. So I'm gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna turn it over. Gonna turn, he's gonna turn the breasts over. The breasts. Those things 
they're heavy. They're, they're a pretty good size breast. Yeah. And uh, so that'll get turned over for about a minute or so. Should take care of the crispiness. The legs, the thighs, and the wings already have them out, and and uh, they seem to look pretty good. So we'll just wait here to get that those breasts a little more crispy to feet to fit my liking. <laughs> Okay, we're going to take the breast out now, the two breasts, and uh, they should be good. Okay, now. Okay. Yeah. So now Dave, I will... Dave going to turn the skillet off. off and unplug it. Oh, that thing gets hot. Yeah, My advice is to let your skillet of grease cool the point where you can actually just scrape it out with a spoon or a paper towel or something and put it back in your, if you've emptied shortening can, put it back in there. Otherwise, you need to have a an old vegetable can or two where something you can to just put, put it in, that in old trash. Yeah. Now, for the purposes of the gravy, you need to save about a quarter to half a cup of the grease, depending on how much gravy you want to make. And just put that in the fridge, for when, uh, unless you're going to make gravy right now, which we're not. I'm going to put it in the fridge, and we're going to make gravy probably next week or the week after. Yeah, because today we're going to have... It'll be too long of a demo. Uh, chicken and fries, but the problem I have is I'm already hungry, so um, as soon as this stuff cools down, I'm going to have me a breast. And uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it'll be good. This skillet that we're using, it, it's its a good size... It's rectangular. Rectangular skillet, and it's about... 15 inches long, or side to side, and it, it's about uh, 12 inches front to back, and it's about three, three, and, or a half three and a half inches deep. deep. So That's without the handles on the ends. Yeah, plus the handles on the end. And then you have your thermostat, which you have to plug into the uh, skillet in order to make it work. And uh, those of you that have used skillets know, you know, the, the thermostat in most of these skillets is separate, and you have to plug that in. Of course, when you're done, then you make sure you unplug that thing and let it cool down, and you can... I always put the uh, thermostat back into the skillet once it's all cleaned up, and, and that way you always know where that thermostat is, so you don't want to lose that, that's for sure. And it's got a big rectangular glass lid with a big big old handle across the middle of it and a vent that I always put to the back. Yeah, so it, it, it's pretty cool. It's a dome lid. It's, it stands up off the skillet. Well, the chicken turned out really well, and it, it, it's nice and crispy, and the breast is nice and crispy and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, 
I'm, I'm really happy because I was a little worried because it's been a long time since I did this. And um, Chris kind of insisted that I do it, so I did. <laughs> anyway, if you have any questions, you can always email Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if you can't answer the questions, as I always say, he'll get a hold of us and uh, we will attempt to answer the questions that you have. Or if you have any questions during this live broadcast regarding frying chicken, you may reach us by calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. Press pound as instructed. When you're asked for the meeting ID, enter 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. When you're asked for a user ID, press pound again and you'll be in the room with us where you can ask your question or make your comment regarding frying chicken. And next we're going to fry a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> the bird wants chicken, but uh, she can't have that. The bird wants to be Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another, another exciting demo. Well, this is the shortest I've seen. We've come back, and it's time to go again. Uh, Christy wanted... Do you have time to do a recipe, or you want to shelve it I for next week? Guess I do, but I thought we might check first before I decided and see if anybody had any questions. Have any leftovers? Nope, no, all gone. <laughs> okay, well, if I if I'll do the recipe, and I guess if you have a question, you can raise your hand at some point. This is a whole fried chicken, or six to eight pieces, depending how large they are. Two to three cups of flour, again, depending on how large your pieces are. Two teaspoons of salt, one teaspoon of pepper, and of course that's adjustable. Any other spices you might want. So you take a large electric skillet and you, well first you're going to put your flour and spices in a bowl, in a shallow bowl. Dredge your chicken in there, covering it with flour and pressing some of it on as best you can. Get as much to stick on as you can. You can use an egg wash. Some people do. I don't. And lay that on a baking sheet and let it set for at least 20 minutes. Then you heat your skillet to 375 with your shortening in it. When your shortening is melted, you place the chicken in the skillet, skin side down. Put the lid on it for 10 minutes, take the lid off for 5 minutes, turn your chicken, put the lid on for 10 more minutes, take it off for 5 more minutes, turn the chicken over one more time if you need to for crispiness, and only leave it 2 to 3 minutes because your chicken it should be done. Then take it out, put it on a paper pl- or I mean a plate lined with paper towels, and it's going to take a pretty big plate, and that's all there is to it. <sighs> Sounds good to me. And I know Jeff would it eat it. It turned out well. What's that, Bill? I, uh... You'd eat that fried chicken, wouldn't you? Oh, 
Oh, I definitely would. I definitely. I'm coming to Altoona, Pennsylvania next time you make it, Dave. Oh, speaking. Well, I'd have put some lima beans or something I, like that in it for you. Oh, what a guy, Dave. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> you know, we heard of Altoona on the national news the other night. A big explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear yep. it from your house? No, actually, we didn't hear it. Oh, so it didn't make a, but it made nationwide news. <laughs> There in Altoona. Well, Radio Tim, I guess it's time for you to take over the airwaves. We'll be back after Tim's show, then a little quiet on the legend. But we'll be back tomorrow night with all things radio.